0: Oh, hello. Sundays are always, like, this, like, melancholy day. I don't know why that is. I feel like it's, like, a constant of the universe. (laughs) But Sundays are just that day where, um, I just kind of sit around and, like, try to sleep and then just kind of lay there and not really do anything of of real value for a long time and barely get out of bed. I will make the caveat though that that is what Sundays have been since I stopped working at a grocery store. Um, When I worked at a grocery store, I worked at one for a long time I worked at, at one as an adult um for like eight years and Sundays were like the craziest busiest day usually um when I did that job but since I've been able to shift to a Monday through Friday job which I've been really grateful for ever since that happened um that's the kind of day they've it's kind of been. Um, I made a painting today just, like, randomly. Like, this is- I feel like 95% of being an artist is making stuff and being, like, I don't know how the fuck I did that. (laughs) Because I really don't know how I made the one I made today. Um, I made one the other day. Uh, this was- this also is sometimes- at least in my experience, what happens, um, with paintings is that I'll, like, sometime I'll do a painting and it'll be, like, okay, but it won't really work out. So then I'll, like, redo it and I'll end up, like, redoing the same painting a couple times before I'm happy with it. So I did that on, like, Friday, I think. I did one that was alright. It kind of looked, it reminded me of, like, an icy lake. Um, but I didn't really like it. (laughs) Like, it wasn't, like, there's no point in making paintings if you don't look at it and you're like, oh my god, I really love that. Um, so I did, I tried to do another, um, this thing called a ring pour, um, yesterday with it, which was okay, but it didn't really, I didn't- I didn't exactly do it right, um, I think I was trying to concentrate too hard on doing it right, honestly, and made, like, a mistake with it, so it didn't really turn out, so I was like, okay, I was staring at it this morning, and I tried to, like, use some paint to, like, paint a tree on it, but that didn't turn out right, um, so then I was like, okay, now I have to do something with this, and, um, I tried a... It, it's, like, the easiest, um, technique, I guess, for, like, fluid art or abstract art in the entire world. Like, any, literally, if you're listening to this and you've never, like, tried painting before, like, do, making your own, you could do this easy. So, all it, it's, like, usually the, f- one of the first things that people try when they're first, doing it I honestly don't know why I've never tried it before so it's called the flip cup technique and it's exactly what it sounds like where you just take a cup and you put like a bunch of paint in it um you kind of it depends on how big your canvas is for how big your cup is and blah, blah blah um so I had I like squirted out some of my like silver paint to try to draw the tree which didn't really work right and so I had some silver paint in the bottom of that cup and just filled up the cup probably around like halfway and then you literally you just take the canvas and flip it so it's upside down and you just leave it on the canvas for a couple minutes like that and kind of let the paint like do whatever it's doing in the cup like permeate mix together and all that kind of stuff and then after a couple minutes of that you pick you just pick up the cup and the paint just goes all over and you just like tilt it around so I did that and it turned out like really nice it looks I don't even know what it could look like it kind of looks like what I would imagine like the ocean looks like when you're like if you're like a seawater creature like, living in the ocean, like, looking up, it looks just really pretty, if you want to see it, um, my Instagram, shannonjoy26, I'll post it on there tomorrow when the paint's dry, because, yeah, I don't, afterwards I looked at it, I didn't, I I wasn't, I liked it, but I wasn't, like, I didn't think it was amazing, and then I went to go take a picture of it, and I was like, holy crap, how did I how did I do that? I honestly don't know. I don't think I could remake that (laughs) because I don't even know what I did. Um, which is, tends to be the experience of, I just kind of threw some shit together and I wasn't really thinking about what I was doing and I somehow did that. Um, I don't think I can ever recreate it, so shit. (laughs) Um, yeah, but, okay, so the main thing I wanted to talk about on here today was the whole bean dad thing that happened on Twitter. Um, so if you don't know what, who, what this story is, like, if you're not, you know, if you weren't on social media on Sunday, January 3rd, 2021, to know this story, let me explain. So there was this, there's like, there's a lot of, obviously, there's a ton of different people on Twitter. There's people that are on there that are, like, writers, and so sometimes they'll do, like, threads, um, where they're just, like, writing out kind of funny, anecdotal, whatever, stories. And, um, some of them are interesting some of them spark like really interesting conversations stuff like that this one definitely backfired on the person who wrote it but it was really nice to like see what happened because basically it was this dad who was telling this story about how his his daughter was asking for something to eat and he was like oh just like eat some like baked beans and they were so the baked beans were still in the can and she didn't know how to use a can opener and instead of teaching his daughter like and showing like teaching his daughter how to use a can opener so that she could you know learn how to open it up and then make the food herself he was like oh I'm an asshole so this is a teaching moment and his version of a teaching moment is to tell his daughter that she has to figure out how to use a can opener without any help. That he's not going to tell her how to use it. And that she she's not allowed to look up, look up on the internet or anything like that or ask anyone else for help on how to use it. And that neither one of them is going to eat anything until she figures out how to use this can opener with absolutely no help whatsoever. So the whole reason she wanted to eat in the first place was because she hadn't eaten a couple hours and was hungry. And he's like, nope, neither one of us is going to eat anything until you figure out how to somehow use this can opener with absolutely no help from me, your parent, who's here to try to help you with life. Um, and for like six hours on and off, She kept trying to figure it out and couldn't figure it out and kept getting frustrated. And then finally, after, like, six hours, she figures it out. But the whole thing is just, like, what is wrong with you? Like, why would you, like, basically, like, punishing your child and making them feel like they can't ask you for help? Because, like, the level of frustration of when your parent is sitting right there and they know how to how to do something and they just won't tell you is because of whatever bullshit reasons they've come up with is so high and it's crazy so like the 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 thread went like super viral today on twitter it was like the number one trending topic like all day long um and it was really validating for me and i think for a lot of people who probably listen to this podcast because um it was all about people were like angry at him and were saying like this is like neglectful and like borderline abusive or abusive like you're treat you're like you're teaching your daughter that like next time she needs help she can't go to you for help because you won't help her and that and to like to struggle that much just to be able to do something instead of you helping her out and teaching her and like not and like by the end of it like she hadn't eaten anything for like nine or ten hours because she hadn't eaten anything before any of that habit. it was just like what what is why would you think that this story would be okay to like share with the world why would anyone think that that was okay parenting to like be such a hard ass and and just like refuse to help your kid with something, like how is she ever supposed to know what a can opener is or how they even work without you giving her like why why make her go through all of that when you could have taught her how, and she still would have been like excited to like be able to do it herself because after you taught her how, it was just crazy, but it was really validating to see so many people point out how this was like a borderline abusive or abusive behavior and like somewhat neglectful and all that kind of stuff because usually it's the opposite of having of like um abuse survivors or victims or trauma victims having to point out like actually this is really fucked up but society at least has gotten to the point where they could see that and point that out and be like dude what is wrong with you what is your damage (laughs) Um, that was really validating, because, um, shock of all shocks, this is not shocking at all. My parents did the same thing. Um, they never told us how to use anything. Uh, like, I don't think I knew, I didn't know how to use, like, a can opener for a long ass time. (laughs) Uh, like, I still feel kind of weird about them, like, I always just get the, um, you know, there's all the, like, there's, like, electric can openers, and there's, like, the, just the normal ones, um, like, the simp- really simple ones, but now people sometimes, you make, like, the super fancy ones or whatever, and, like, I always get this most simple is kind, and that's the only kind that I use, But, like, my sister and I didn't know how to use a can opener for, like, a long time. Like, when we were in high school and my mom would, um, and my mom would work during the week, she would always, like, leave us, leave, like, a check or, like, money or whatever to order food from Domino's or Cousins, which were the only two places in the town that we grew up in that delivered food. Um, and, or she would, like, leave food, like, the, or we, when we got a little bit older, so, well, we were in high school already, she would leave, like, stuff to make enchilada casserole, which is just frozen burritos, and you put enchilada sauce and cheese on top of it and put it in the oven for a half hour. Um, but, like, the enchilada can, you have to use a can opener, too open it and I do remember a couple times when we were in high school and she would be at work that like we wouldn't be able to figure out the can opener that my mom bought because um, it wasn't one of the simple ones it was one that was more like confusing to us and so we would end up like stabbing the can with a with like a knife or a fork or something to make a hole on the top so that we could get the enchilada sauce out yeah (laughs) um so I yeah that brought back like it was it was a little triggering but it was it was very minor it was more like it would have been more triggering if people were trying to there was like an argument where people were trying to defend the guy like that was happening with some white men but not many people were doing that um the majority of people were saying like that was wrong because yeah that's what my parents did Like, there's... I have a lot of anxiety when it comes... I think that a lot of the anxiety that me and my sister have when it comes to cooking comes from that. Because whenever we didn't know how to do anything and we would ask for help, they wouldn't help us. Or they would... or when they would show us how to do it, but we would... we would, like, be so scared to do it wrong. Um that, like, you know the thing where you're, like, so scared about making a mistake, so you make a mistake because you're so scared about making a mistake, um, or they would just, like, just start yelling, um, if we didn't get it right away, and it's, like, we've never used this thing before, how are we supposed to know how to, how to, like, use this thing or to cook this food or whatever it was until somebody would teach us how, but so they just wouldn't teach us how they would like get mad especially my dad I remember that my dad would get mad and annoyed at me and and not just me at my sister too I'm sure but I just, obviously I remember the most from my point of view um that he would get mad at me for even asking and like just wouldn't and would be like how do you not know how to use a can opener Da-da-da-da-da. um or like another thing that was hard for us for a long time that's still a little bit that's still somewhat hard for my sister is like even like um cutting pizza uh like for like years I used to um like I remember when I went to go visit my sister uh when she moved back to, she moved back to Milwaukee when I was like 22 I think and um and that was when I was living with my first roommate. It was before we moved in together. And I... There was a couple weekends where I, like, spent the weekend at her apartment. And the, the first weekend that we did that, um... She was... We just, like, made, like, a frozen pizza. And, and I remember when it was done, she called me into the kitchen. And she was, like, usually I have... She's, she said, like, usually I have my roommate um, cut the pizza, and I was, like, oh, yeah, I usually have my roommate cut, cut it, too, because that was one of those things, too, where, like, no one ever, our parents didn't ever teach us how to, like, really, how you're supposed to cut, like, a frozen pizza, because usually when I did it on my own, there was always, pe- there's always pieces that were, like, super lopsided, but if they're, if it's just me eating it, then I, it was, like, who cares as much, but, Um, and so I just cut it and was like, you know, I'm just going to do it how I do it. And if it's wrong, oh, well, I don't, you know, I don't care. There's no one else here that can do it for us. Um, but it's like that feeling of anxiety of wanting to try something new, but being afraid that you're going to do it wrong because making a mistake was not was not something we could do and that our parents were supposed to be the ones to like kind of help and assist you with life and like help you kind of figure out things and teach you things that you don't know like show you how to do it but it's always different like I'm a very um like I'm a very visual person so when I see people um so I can sit there and I I can watch somebody do something, but I also need to, like, go and immediately do it myself because I can watch you do something and be like, oh, I get that, and then five minutes later I can try it myself and it just, like, won't click. Like, that's happened to me before with, with like, every um, every job I've ever had, there's always something like that that would happen, especially, like, the office kind of jobs where, like, they would show me something on a computer And I'm usually good with computers, but sometimes they would show me something and then I would think I would have it down and then I would try to do it a little bit later and it just like, I would forget certain steps so then I would have to call the person over and have them re- like, retell me when they're standing right there and have me physically do it and then it would like, click in my head because I was the one physically doing it. So like, even in this crazy story, the dad like, sitting there showing his daughter how a can opener works wouldn't have, like, meant that she didn't learn how to do it herself, because even after he showed her, she still would have had to, like, actually do it herself to, like, and had, like, the satisfaction of, of being able to do it, but, like, so, it's, like, the whole thing of, there's, my sister and I have so much anxiety when it comes to cooking, like, I think I like... I say I think because I'm honestly not sure. I think I like cooking. Like, I know I like to eat, like, food that's made at home as opposed to food that is from, you know, like, a restaurant or something. But I'm, like, so afraid of trying, like, making something and doing it wrong. Like, there's just so much there's way too much anxiety in making something that i'm gonna eat that doesn't need to be like so um it doesn't need to be that that complicated but or not complicated but like stressful i like it shouldn't be that like cooking should just be a part of life you know it's just you are hungry you need to eat food so you go get the food that you have out of the fridge and do whatever you need to do, prepare it, and then you eat it, and then you're, you're happy, and you're done, and you feel good, that's how it should be, but, um, like, I, I, like, burn the shit out of my pan, and I haven't gotten another, um, um, pan yet to, like, pan fry things in, so I have a bunch of food sitting in my freezer that I can't make, because I need a pan to fry them in, but, like, I even get all this anxiety when I make macaroni and cheese, which is one of the simplest foods to make. And I think it's because nobody ever told us how to make that either. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm very sure that I remember very clearly that the kind of mac and cheese that we liked the most growing up was the Velveeta, like, shells and cheese. And just, like, the, like, the Kraft- like mac and cheese where you can get a a box of it for like 99 cents or whatever those were like the favorite kinds of mac and cheese but we had usually usually growing up we would have the Velveeta shells and cheese like it just felt fancy for some reason um so that was one of those things that my mom would like leave for us during the week and have us make when she wasn't home but it was the same thing where like nobody really ever actually told me or Cassie how to actually make it so every time I make it to this day I'm not sure that I'm doing it right um like I think like a big part of why I like the Trader Joe's mac and cheese is that uh Trader Joe's has this great they have like the style mac and cheese it's like the craft ones and they also have a shells and cheese one and thing I really like about it is it's really cheap it's like literally like 99 cents I think the shells and cheese one is like a dollar ten or something but other than that it's really really cheap and it's microwavable so you can like put the you put water and like the noodles in the microwave in like a dish or whatever and um and can microwave it and then you just add like the sauce stuff afterwards and the fact that it's microwavable is, like, (laughs) life-changing, that I don't have to, like, boil water and then try to figure out if the noodles are, like, done yet, and, um, or, because I feel every single time I try to make mac and cheese on the stove, I somehow mess it up, like, the noodles are, like, either too, aren't completely done, or they're overdone, um, or the, or if I get the kind where you have to add in milk and stuff, I add in, like, too much milk, so then it's, like, like, a soup instead of, like, whatever, and, like, mac and cheese is one of the easiest things in the world to make, but uh, every time I make it, I always get, like, so, like, anxious thinking that I'm going to make it wrong, um, because my parents didn't teach me how to do anything, (laughs) and especially with, like, cooking, they never taught us how to do, anything we knew how to use an oven and uh, and obviously you figure and like a microwave which is pretty self-explanatory you read the directions and you stick something in for the amount of time it says to do but outside of that like you know like recipes to follow to make different things or whatever or or the ones that says like it's done when you look at it and it looks like golden brown like it should be done and it's based on like your opinion on if you think that it is done all of those things are so questionable to this day and it's like because we were like left to our own devices like our parents didn't actually like my parents didn't actually show me how to do any of that stuff like we went forever not for so long not really knowing how to use like a can even now with can openers like I've been at other friends' houses and stuff and tried to use their can openers, and I can't get it and I just, like, stop and I'm, like, you're gonna have to do it because I just don't get it. And I don't – and, like, there's so much anxiety, like, builds up in trying to figure – it, feeling, like, I have to figure it out myself Um, because my parents weren't, like, an option – when I did ask them for help when I was younger, they would just yell – and be mad that I like couldn't figure it out even though they it was literally their job to show me how to do things so if I didn't know how to do something it was definitely their fault but um but that's not how they saw it of course but like to this day it's like that with just knowing how to use things and like not just the kitchen but especially because that's what that story was about like how to make food It's just, like, making food shouldn't be, like, a stressful experience, and, like, that story is just, like, putting all the pressure on your daughter that, like, she, that, like, you and her can't eat until, until she figures this thing out, that's such a pressure-filled situation, and it's so unnecessary, like, if that didn't need to happen, and, and it's one of those things that, like, when you're a kid, you remember, you remember that, and you remember that experience. Like, I'm sure that after that experience happened, she was like, okay, I'm never asking my dad for help, like, for anything after that. Like, it may not have been formed as, like, a cohesive thought like that, but that's just kind of what you learn, that this time that I asked them for help, they he didn't, he, like, didn't help me at all and just sat there and, like, watched me keep struggling with it and never, and and just, like, it was, like, this weird game or whatever, and didn't just open his mouth and tell me what I was doing wrong, um, for all that time, and created, like, this whole mess in the first place, like, it didn't need to be that complicated, bro, (laughs) um, yeah, it's just that kind of, that experience of, feeling like all that pressure and knowing that your parent isn't helping you that feeling stays with you and you don't want to have that feeling again so you just avoid at least in my experience that's what I did I just avoid doing things um that I didn't know how to do and hope and then when I when I and then if I was at like a friend's house or something and I didn't know how to use a, like figure out their can opener I would then get really embarrassed and feel really stupid and they would usually, like, show me, and because they were my friends, they were nice about it, and wouldn't tease me or anything like that, especially because they could probably tell from my reaction that I was really embarrassed by the fact that I didn't know how, but, like, they would be nice and, like, show me, but, um, but, like, it just shouldn't, like, food or, like, simple things like that don't need to be that hard, and it's that whole idea that, like, you know, oh, like, let's, like, let's have a teaching moment where I don't actually teach them anything and just sit there and watch them struggle. When they figure it out, they'll feel good that they figured it out. It's like, yeah, that, but that experience happens even if you help them, like, if you show them how to do it and then they, and then they do it themselves and they, like, retain the information and they, you know, can do it like that happens even if you help if you show them how to do it first. Um and it's a much better like seamless process like today I was honestly like almost having like daydreams <laughs> about when I was a kid and I didn't know how to use like a can opener or I didn't know like how to cook something or use an oven or um or like even like you know make something in a blender or whatever, or, like, how to cut pizza right, or, like, all the different things, um, all the different things that people do, like, um, like, here's something that's random, is that I have, I bought a cookie cutter sheet, um, before Christmas, because on Christmas Day, I made, um, cinnamon, oh, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was funny that I burped in the middle of that but on Christmas day I made cinnamon rolls and that's become like a Christmas tradition that I made for myself since I um, cut things off with my mom and I don't see her on Christmas anymore um and so I got a cookie cutter sheet and I put like alumin I always put aluminum foil on it even though aluminum foil is horrible for the environment, I know I'm horrible, but I usually try to put something on it so that, because everything I do in the kitchen is based around me not having to do that many dishes, so I put aluminum foil on the pan so that cleaning it will be way easier, and I'll be able to just, like, wash it off really quickly and use it again without having to, like, really clean it. Um, so, but, like, every time I I feel like almost every time I cook something, like, that's, like, desserty, like, bake something, um, in the oven, the bottoms of it always get burnt, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like, the bottom of the cinnamon rolls got burnt, um, I bought, like, some, uh, cookie, like, chocolate chip cookie dough, um, you know, the kind from, like, Toll House or whatever, where you just open up the thing and it comes in, like, a 12-pack of, like, 12 and you just, like, pick them apart and put them on the pan and then, and put them in the oven and bake them and, like, takes out, like, all the effort of having to make the dough yourself. Um, I like doing that every once in a while, but, like, whenever I do that and I take it out of the oven, the bottoms are always, like, somewhat burnt and, like, um, the last time that I ate healthier, I used to sometimes make, um, like, make, like, my own, like, cornbread, because cornbread is one of my favorite things to eat, like, just regular cornbread, not the kind with peppers in it, because peppers is one of those texture, like, gag reflex things that I just can't eat, um, which makes me boring, but, you know, that's what happens, but, um, whenever I would make even that like usually the bottom of it wouldn't come out right and so like I don't know why it does is doing that I honestly have no idea like every time I've made cookies myself like that since the entire time that I've been an adult um they've never come out right and I don't know what I'm doing wrong in order for them to come out right like the guess that I would give is that I'm putting it in the oven for too long that um that it that I should take it out sooner, but I honestly don't know. And it's just like that's one of the things like that I was almost daydreaming about earlier today, like that when I was younger when I was growing up, about being able if I would have been able to just ask my mom, like, how do you make like cookie dough like that? Like how do you or to be able to ask, like like why why are the bottom is always getting burnt? how do I fix that and and to and would have gotten like an answer instead of instead of you know being like mocked or even just like the fear of being mocked or made fun of or less than or being told like how can you not know that blah 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 blah, like just like the fear of it was enough to stop me from ever. Um, doing it, and it's just like that's not how it should be. Ugh. It reminds. I was talking about it with my friend Nora today that I met from Lincoln Park stuff. Um, so there was this who she has a really good family, so she doesn't. Luckily, she doesn't understand this part of any of that stuff. Thank God. I'm so glad that she that. Her mom and dad are good people. But, um, there's this one story with Chester Bennington where he told, like, before he died, he did the, obviously before he died, he did this interview and it was an interview for, like, uh, they, like, Lincoln Park is, like, gigantically huge in Germany. Um, like, they... They're, like, the Beatles or some shit there, like, it, like, every CD they ever had that came out there was just, like, more popular there than any other country, even the U.S. It's just one of those weird things that happens with celebrities, or with certain bands or whatever, um, and so, like, anyway, so he was doing this interview that was a, they always did had, like, promotional deals with Mercedes-Benz since they were so huge in Germany, and so in this interview, like, the interview person asked, like, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done in a car? Probably expecting, like, some silly, like, you know, oh, one time I got drunk, or, like, my, when I was a teenager, my friends did some stupid crap kind of story, but, like, his story was that when he was a kid once, he was in, like, a van with, in, like, his friend, he was with his friend's parents and they were going somewhere. And he had to, and he, when during the drive, he like really had to pee. And, but like, he had grown up in a house like mine where he was used to like trying to not, like, speaking up what like your wants and needs were, was just met with like anger and stuff. So, like, when he was in that van, he was, uh, he, like, really had to pee, like, really bad, you know how little kids are, like, they can't really hold it back when, um, when they're traveling or anything like that, even more than, like, what adults can, and, but, like, he was so, he was used to being scared of, like, speaking up and saying what he needed, and the idea of him telling his friend's parents, like, I need to that they would need to, like, pull over and stop somewhere so that he could pee before they got to wherever they were going was too scary for him, so he, like, he, like, peed on, like, their back seat and just, like, got out of the car and, like, and when they got to the place, he just got out of the car and tried to, like, almost, like, run away, like, um, hoping that he wouldn't get, like, caught by them for doing it, but they would obviously figure it out at, at some point, but, like, that's, like, that was the example I told my friend Nora As like, you no, know, that's, like, the kind of fear that you feel when, when you ask a simple question of how to do something and it's met with just, like, anger or, like, contempt or whatever or just making fun of you, that's, that's what happens. Like, you don't want to ever speak up to what your needs are, so you try to hide them all the time and will do basically anything including, like, peeing in, a, in, like, your friend's parent's car and, and leaving to, instead of just telling them that you need to go to the bathroom. It's just, like, the simplest little things, but it makes such a big difference about, with, like, so many different things about how we just kind of get through life. It's just one of those weird things, like, that story today about being dad, as he's being called, um, it just made me kind of realize, like, oh, that's why we, there, we don't really cook, and, like, that's why I have so much anxiety when it has, when it comes to, like, trying new foods, like, I basically just eat the same foods over and over again, because to me, that's, like, less stressful, like, I know how to make those foods, and there isn't, like, a, a question if it's gonna come out right or anything, um, so I just kind of buy the same stuff over and over and which is like comforting to me. But it's like most people like trying new things because like if you're if you grew up in a situation where you could ask questions and kind of experiment and try things and fail and weren't like horribly judged when you did fail, then yeah, you can try things and fail and not feel like um and feel like you can fail I guess that's the big difference is if you feel like you were in a situation where you could you know like do something wrong or make mistakes then I feel like life is so much easier because like even like what I just said with like my paintings I was so mad at myself earlier today that like the second painting and then the third painting didn't really work turn out right and now I'm happy that they didn't, because the last one I did turned out amazing, but earlier today, I was, like, ripping myself apart in my head, like, being, like, you wasted all of that paint, like, Cassie got that for you for Christmas, and, like, now two of the bottles are gone, and you're gonna have to buy more, and, and, like, that was, like, a waste of resources, you better, like, do something with this painting and make it look nice after all of that, because, so it's not a complete and total waste and all these kind of, like, angry words because it's, like, every time I make something, I feel like I have to, it has to turn out right. Like, I feel like I can't really experiment because I was never allowed that earlier in life. So I'm going to stop talking about this now. But if you don't know what I mean, I recommend and you want, like, some nice, like, validation for going through child abuse and things like that just go on twitter and look and put in like being dad even if you don't find like the hashtag for it and just reading people's comments about like talking about how um how horrible it was that he put his daughter through that and that he didn't think that there was anything wrong with it is so nice and validating like it's the complete opposite of what i expected it, the reaction to be and it's Honestly, it's a nice way to start the year.